You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, and here is part two of our SEMA coverage. Today's episode is brought to you by GEICO. Visit GEICO.com and Castrol Edge, titanium strong for maximum engine performance. And of course, CarCast is brought to you by Zybar for better engine performance, horsepower, fuel economy, and lower underhood temperatures. Zybar is an ultra-thin coating that reduces radiant heat by up to 90%. Put Zybar on, take heat off, visit Zycoat.com now. Today at SEMA, we talked to Procharger and Dynavin, our friends at Hotchkiss, Holly, and Lund. You won't want to miss this. Let's get things started with Procharger. All right, we're here kicking things off at Procharger Day 2 at SEMA here with my friend Eric Radsons. How are you, Eric? Man, I am super excited, <laughs> super stoked. It's a good This day. has been nuts. We've, uh, we've been on the bus for like an hour trying to get here this morning. They're saying that uh, it keeps growing more and more people year after year. It seems odd that, uh, I mean, I'm happy about it. It seems odd. Like, we're, we're in a good time for cars, right? Like, products oh, are selling. It's, and, the, it's the best time for cars. Uh, you know, where the government's like, hey, we, we need to cut emissions. and But we're finding ways to, Absolutely. to become emissions compliant and still add a bunch of power, which kind of brings me to you guys. Right. Right? Because now, you know, 50 state legal, 49 state legal supercharger kits are kind of the norm. Right, that is a that's a huge push for us. We actually spent uh, a lot of time, energy, and uh, funding to make sure that a vast uh, amount of our supercharger kits are now EO compliant. Uh, uh, 2018 Corvette just got its EO for our supercharger kit just I don't know a week ago. So all predecessors to that carries that. Well, it's important for you where you're located. Yeah, so you for us especially. Um, has has the cost for developing emissions legal kits come down? The whole testing process and certification or whatever fees you got to buy or get some sort of stamping or number from California? Uh, I, mean, I, would say I, I would say it's a give and take. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's an expensive process because it's a very thorough process. Um, for us, we are actually located in the Midwest, so that means we have to transport vehicles out to California and back and forth and things like that. But, okay. uh, again, we embrace it, and we want to build the best kits we can that are possible. And uh, the cars are getting more complicated, so it makes it a little bit harder yeah. uh, to do it. But in the end, I mean, the results are there. We're making Mustang kits are laying down 660 horsepower, and our emissions-compliant uh, vet kits are well into the 600s and emissions-compliant. And we also do trucks as well, so... We've been talking about this uh, uh, for the past couple of days as well with everybody else. Cars are getting more complex, yeah. but I don't know. You do a lot of tuning. I know you're yes. a, you're a tuner yourself. Yep. Right. Yep. So as cars get more complex, in the end, is that helping you guys? Because, like you said, we're standing next to a Mustang that has what eleven to one compression. Yep. Four hundred and sixty horsepower, and you guys are adding over two hundred, three hundred. We had three hundred horsepower, horsepower to, it. to that car. Like, yep. To get away with doing that on pump gas and high compression, like we couldn't have done this on our Fox Body Mustangs. No, no, and we both own Fox Body Mustangs. Yeah. So, uh, 
Um, you know, back in the day, you, you took a chip and you changed the timing and you changed the fuel. And, you know, if you made 400 horsepower, you're like the king of the hill. Yeah. And, very, and even if it died at stoplights, you're still okay with it because it made 400 horsepower. <laughs> um, that, those days are long gone, you know. Yeah. Um, but I really want to thank all the OEMs. Uh, they are building the best cars, uh, you know, that we all are enjoying. It doesn't matter. Uh, the big three and beyond. Uh, the cars are incredible. The technology is incredible. And they're the ones that are making it possible to have the control over the engine and the transmission to get to these power levels. I've we, we, we've had complex EFI systems in the past that would have knock sensors and yep. and monitor air-fuel ratios. But I think what's changed is, is the OEs are making computers that will adjust that stuff on the fly. Right. We knew what, this, what the readings were going to be. Right. Yep. But yep. now... Yeah, you got your supercharged car. You know, I, I leave California with 91 octane fuel. I drive a few. You know, I drive a thousand miles, and I'm I'm at 93 octane fuel. Right. Once I fill it up, it's probably going to make more power as I continue to drive. Absolutely. Right. It's going to do it on yep. the fly. It does. Um, you know, even just 10 years ago, when I was on a dyno and tuning a car, I had to have thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in really nice test equipment, wide bands, pressure transducers, my own knock sensors. And now all I got to do is strap a 2018 Mustang to the dyno. I don't hook anything to the dyno. Yeah, it's all on board. It's all on board. Uh, you know, the data logging is incredible. The the wide bands that Ford has are incredible. The knock sensor control is incredible. So, yeah, in a way, it, it's it's making power is easy for us these days. Getting the drivability is a little bit more tricky in dialing in the transmissions. But again, we're living in a day and age where you just go on the showroom and uh, within the weekend. It, you got a 10-second car on pump gas uh, without breaking a sweat. Yeah. Ten years ago, that was an epic And, and it won't break if you get a bad tank of gas. No, you know, like no, it'll, no. It'll figure itself out. And maybe right. it's down 40 horsepower. Right. But at least it'll kind of figure itself out. Where, again, like, you know, ten years ago, we would have issues yep. with that. And, and just like they've concentrated on making the best cars possible, we really have uh, taken the time. Our engineers have done a great job uh, making new supercharger models that can keep up with these new engines uh, and are designed for them. You know, like uh, the blower you're going to use on a GT350 isn't necessarily the same pro charger you're yeah. going to use on a Dodge Ram. That's that's good. Let's talk about that because, you know, we're, we're standing in front of a wall full of superchargers now and um, you know that I've got a D1SC at yep. home. Uh, we're, we're D1SC Fox Buddy brothers. Yeah, yeah, you are. I got one <laughs> right on. Um, and, you know, I, we've been going back and forth. I'm doing the twin intercoolers yep, with yep. the Ram Air deal on it. We're 3D yep. printing the scoops. And, yeah, I followed uh, on Which Instagram. we've done, like, beautiful. like, seven revisions for already, but uh, it's looking good. But now we've got this wall full of superchargers behind us. Of course, we've got a D1SC, the P1SCs, right. yep. but the new D1X and yep. P1X, uh, I think they're out a little while now, but what's the yeah. difference? When, what, what cars so, do so the, the they So the D1SC on? and the P1SC, I mean, those are the staple of the industry. It's yeah. a real nice, very efficient blower that moves a lot of air uh, through the mid-range, a lot of low-end grunt. Uh, that's, that's why I make they're so good on a Fox body. you got a, a very limited range of engine operation. Yeah. Uh, well, again, like we mentioned, a GT350. you know, you got a motor that spins 8,300 RPM. So P1Xs are a great combo on, on that blower, or sorry, on that engine. Uh, the boost, is, it comes in real hard towards the end when the motor's getting the piston speed up there. And again, it's less, uh, at a higher power level, uh, lower in, inlet temp. 
So it's okay. a more efficient blower. It's got a more of a laid-back impeller, happier in a higher RPM range. Uh, but then look, you go from a P1SC, you know, I'd say the average power usage of that is about 500 horsepower. And then we got F1Xs that you got a car right here behind us in the booth that's making 3,200 horsepower, and that's where it's happy. Right. That so, blows the size of a pizza right. in <laughs> diameter, at least. You know, and, and now it's... From uh, snowmobiles to... You know, big big drag radio cars. We oh, got a we got the the it. motorcycle out here, but you guys yes. been doing that stuff for a while. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, this one that you have over here, spent a, somebody spent a lot of time painting that blower. I heard uh, <laughs> fifteen hundred hours. I'm painting that thing. Painting it. Yeah. Yes. Jeez. Uh, that that bike makes about two hundred horsepower to the tire. Um, you know, I mean that's that's high end sport bike power out of a yeah out of a Harley with a bolt on. Um, we got customers are making 300 now with Harleys, 300 horsepower wheel, mm-hmm. uh, 350 wheel actually. Uh, we use a little bit different blower for them, uh, but the base blower is good all the way up to about 250 horsepower. So a Harley guy can really grow with that. And what are, what are some of the new vehicle applications that you guys are are launching now? That well, list is long. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. Uh, JL Jeep Jeep JL right. Wranglers. And that's big. That's a big thing. Like it you, is. We know you're going to do Mustangs because you have to. You don't exactly. Have a choice, exactly. Right? Yep. And you're going to continue to make big power with those things. There's one here in the booth, like we talked about. But Jeep, that's a big deal. It is. Uh, we uh, we kind of fell in love with Jeep at the company. Uh, we got a JK uh, as a company vehicle, and then we got a Grand Cherokee as a company vehicle SRT. Yeah. Uh, I bought a JK because it was such a fun vehicle, you know. And the only thing it really was lacking was a little bit more power. Yeah. So naturally we did a blower kit on them and it's incredible even off-roading because the throttle control is so good with the blower uh you know when you're crawling up something and you just need about half half more throttle to get it done you know the pro charger's got a nice linear power uh, yeah application so it was a natural fit and guys have been loving it uh the jl was a no-brainer that it's an incredible transition from the jk to see what you can do with that platform power is huge uh i want to say almost 400 horsepower wheel uh, out of our blower kit and i think there's five here today so pretty awesome wow you know we're we're standing next to a a camaro zl1 engine um one of the lt1 engines uh and you guys have taken off the factory supercharger and put your supercharger on it yes which is of course a very different style of supercharger you guys had to make a manifold to replace Yep, the exist where the, the where the original blower was. Yep. Uh, first question is: is why do that? Why get rid of the factory supercharger and go to one of yours? So when we first thought about doing this, and we were sitting around uh, in an engineering meeting, and we were talking about, hey, do you think we should take the blower off of a Z06 because the Z06 was the first one to mm-hmm. come out with the LT4? It was kind of like that moment where everybody bl- started blinking at each other and was like, I don't know if anybody's going to take the blower off of a $100,000 Corvette, you yeah. know? But so we got one in. We, uh, we actually had a customer come to us that got one of the first cars, and he called us and was like, I want to do a Pro Charger on this car. We're like, okay, let's do it. Uh, we took the blower off, and at factory boost level, so 10 pounds to 10 pounds, the car made 117 more horsepower with a centrifugal on it and that wow. was the aha you know we knew it was going to make more power but yeah. that much more was kind of an incredible gain and, and and why do you think that is it's it's doing what it's you guys have a more efficient blower yeah. or it's yep. it's it takes less horsepower to spin exactly. and 
maybe their twin screw with their their sort of tight packaging has some limitations. It is. It had, it had some limitations. Um, you know, now we're four years deep, and and guys have. Uh, uh, changed that blower. You know, they're, they're porting them and they're doing things and stuff like that, but it's still a small blower by nature. And if you're going to make, you know, a thousand plus horsepower, you need to move a lot of air. Yeah. Uh, so it goes back to it. We made an intake manifold that, you know, we really had this thousand horsepower number in mind with the factory LT4. So we designed an intake manifold that would support it. We got a killer bracket system that supports it. Nice 10 rib drive system on the blower. And uh, we got blower options all the way up to our F1X. Um, now, this manifold that you guys made also eliminates the the factory intercooler. It does. We Why have, do that? Why not just stack something so, on it and then have your blower go to that intercooler? So we had a lot of customers come and ask us that are into drag racing, um, uh, but in the, their streetcar guys, uh, they didn't want to deal with the hassles of uh, air-to-water pumps and lines and heat exchangers. So we made the manifold without an intercooler. That way we could open up our options for intercooling. We actually offer four different intercooler systems now for these cars. Uh, an air-to-air setup for drag racing, an air-to-air setup for road racing, uh, an air-to-water setup for a high-horsepower streetcar, okay. and an air-to-water setup set up for a car that's more just competition only, meaning it's got a nice tank in the back, a massive pump system, and stuff like that. So really it just not putting it in there helped helped us uh, right. so this, cover this a lot of demographics. This basically makes it, things more universal. Now you can come exactly. up with so many different yep. options. And we do the manifold both with and without uh, auxiliary fuel injectors. Okay. Because again, these guys want these guys are making 13, 14, 1500 horsepower with these now. you got to fuel them. So half, half their fueling is coming from the factory direct injectors and then the other half of the fueling is coming fueling is coming from the uh, port injectors up here. Yeah, well it's a good looking piece too. Thank you. Good. Thank you. It's uh, it's it's amazing how many are out there now. It, it's a staggering, shocking number. It almost yeah. seems you go buy a Z06, your friend talks to you and said, "Hey, you should probably put a Pro Charger on it," and that that's what happens. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I think I have five friends that bought the cars just to put blower uh, Pro Chargers on them. All right, why yeah. not? Yeah. Well, if they're friends with you and you work there, <laughs> yeah. they don't have much of a choice, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm I'm okay with anything, but I'm glad they did run our products. What are you uh, What are you looking forward to? Like, there's there's got to be something coming up in the lineup. There's, you know, we we know GT500s are coming out. There's other cars coming out. They Maybe are. new products from you guys. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to. Well, I'm a Mustang guy, yeah. so uh, obviously I'm looking forward to the Mustang uh, and seeing what's capable of it. But what really is exciting to me, and I know this sounds weird, is transmissions. Yeah. I, I, we used to have four gears, and you're excited about four gears, right? Yeah. Um, and with the and six, now we're getting and seven eight, and eight and ten. Eight, ten, ten speeds, you know? Yeah. Well, what that does for a centrifugal supercharger guy is you have a transmission that is putting it in the perfect power band for a supercharger yeah. all the time. There is no low end anymore. It does not exist. Um, the, the, the you're car, right. Like the, as you rev it up, you can go through the gears and it keeps it all up in that power band absolutely. now. So you can kind of you can kind of control the power band based on right. your, how much throttle. You know, like because that changes the the gearing of, of what gear you're going to be in on some of these. Exactly. So I think we're going to see, even if the power levels don't increase in the next couple of years, I think the more that we see 10-speed transmissions and stuff becoming common, the cars are they're going to be faster and they're going to feel faster because they're more efficiently using the power the engine's making. Yeah. And 
that also helps us because then we're in the power band that a pro charger is really happy at and you're well you go from a pretty fast car to oh my gosh it's scary fast yeah. now with it's it's interesting that uh, boosting cars is becoming more and more of uh, more commonplace from factory cars. Jaguar's got a bunch of superchargers. Yeah. Turbos are popping up everywhere. Yep. Um, you know this this Camaro engine is an example of you guys swapping out one right. piece for another. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you see the world of OE turbocharging affecting your um, world of pro chargers? I think eh, what you know it's something that was keep in consideration. I am glad that uh, there is more forced induction on all these OEM cars because it's letting the general public be aware of what forced induction is. Yeah. I mean, me and you knew what a blower and a turbo was, yeah. I don't know, since we were into cars probably, but uh, the average guy, I, I had a person come and talk to me, and he literally said, I would like to put a turbo or a blower on my Jaguar. I yeah. said, Harry has one. And he goes, no. I said, yeah. And he didn't know. So, Slowly, everybody is becoming aware yeah, of what I can force induction is. On there for yeah. It. yeah. So what but I see <laughs> happening is I, I see people um, to to get the throttle response. The turbos are small. I mean, we've seen that with the Eco Boosts. Mm-hmm. You, you can only turn them up so much, and, and it's a pretty serious operation after that. So uh, I do see people removing them, going to bigger turbos or even blowers. Uh, when you got a motor that's ready for force induction, it doesn't care how it gets there. Yeah. Um, it just needs more air. Yeah, that's a good point. Now you can. You can compound it, right? right? I don't know if that's just more for fun or kind of gimmicky, but people, you could... People are starting. You could supercharge it into turbos and right. do both. Right. Yep. No, absolutely. Because then you're, you're, you're getting past the restriction point of what something can do. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll say that there's, there's already people that have been buying pro chargers that are starting to go down that path. So yeah. I think you'll see it popping up. They're, they're kind of being quiet about it because they want to be the first ones to launch it to market, but right. that is a serious possibility. Well, this is all good stuff. I, uh, I I appreciate what you guys are doing. I love all the Thank new you. innovation stuff. I mean, we didn't get too much into the drag racing, but you got a monster right. blower over there that's crank-driven off the front. It is. You know, yep. Now that's, you need a lot of front space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know? That's a lucky. Those cars have a lot of front space. Usually, the radiators are somewhere else or in yeah. the back or whatever. Um, it takes the side load off the uh, crankshaft. There's no belt. There's nothing. It's directly connected, which is exactly how a centrifugal used to be in an airplane. Oh yeah, no, we walk around Jay Leno's garage all the time, right. and he's so, like, "Yeah, it's a supercharger bolted to the front. What does that do? Yeah. I don't know, like nine horsepower, I think, or yeah, you know, whatever it does. But so, there's like eighteen total, right? <laughs> so, so now, now we've literally come full circle to we are bolting superchargers right to the front of the motors again. Yeah, which was commonplace uh, a long time ago. But th- I mean, that's the way to do it. These guys have done real well in the no prep scene. Uh, you know these cars making like 3,500 horsepower. Wow! Where uh, you know traction's limited. Uh, yeah. Um, they need a real consistent, deliverable power, something that they can rely on, uh, that they can spend more time working on the chassis and not have to worry about the motor. Mm-hmm. They know the motor's going to make the power. That's not a question. Um, and we can hit the track real hard right out of the gate. There's no delay. We're not ramping in power. So. You watch a pro charger car out on a no prep thing, and I mean they're some of the loudest, yeah. hardest hitting cars on the track. It's, it's amazing that even street cars are doing this now. Street cars run in nine yeah. seconds. I mean, you, you're a Mustang guy, so you remember back in the day of 
uh, of, of Mustang drag racing, getting nines and tens, like Storm I, and Norman. I remember, right. and, I remember so I, I can remember the first nine seconds. $250,000 car, right. you know, just to go, right. you know, the high nines. I remember the first nine, I remember the first eight, I remember the first seven, and I was there for the first six. Wow. And I have the blower belt hanging on my garage wall of the first six second Mustang pass. Procharger has been involved with drag racing for a long time. It's still yep. a big part of. Uh, you know, I guess it's a big part of your testing, part of your R&D, just part of the fun. Right. Right. Uh, oh, absolutely. So we do a lot of track rentals um, to take our fleet of cars out there. Uh, we also invite some customers and stuff like that. And uh, this kind of goes into that. We're actually going to be coming out to California and we're going to rent Sonoma and spend some time out there, too, so we can extend our season. Because, again, we're in the Midwest, yeah. so we're a little bit limited. Um, but it's going to be real good. We just launched a, a ProCharger uh, owners group. Uh, that's our way of being connected with our customers, uh, even customers that have bought products that are used. And just help us get them technical information. Uh, we can see the projects they're working on and really just creating a good network. Yeah. Well, Eric, thanks a lot. I uh, I appreciate it. I always get we get a little long winded when we get together yeah. <laughs> talking no, about right. superchargers. We both love it. But uh, thank you so much. Everybody can check you guys out at ProCharger.com, yep. right? Yep. And you guys Absolutely. are on social media as well. Absolutely, all at uh, ProCharger. I think you know, yeah. uh, or you yep. can link from the website. You can yep. find it all there. You can. Um, all right. Thank you so much. We're gonna Absolutely. keep touring the floor. All right. You guys have a great show. Hey guys, let's take a quick break and let me tell you about Geico. Everyone's got a to-do list. You drop off dry cleaning, you pick up some milk, and now you should add save hundreds of dollars of car insurance to that list. You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Just go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Go to Geico.com. All right, now we've ventured over to North Hall, which I love. We don't get to go over here too much because things get kind of hectic in the in the main uh, uh, central hall. But I love this area. This is where all the, the car detailing products are, car audio equipment is, all the cool lifts, and uh, it's just the, the coolest products around. And I came over here to meet with my friend Jeff from uh, uh, Dynavent North America. And... Uh, uh, Jeff, thanks uh, Thanks for having us come over here. Yeah, thanks for talking to me. And explain what it is that Dynavin does. What do you guys make? So we make replacement head units that look like factory units for desirable cars that are a little bit older. So we're talking about BMWs, Mercedes, mid-2000s, early 2000s, Porsche 997s, things like that. Cars where people are keeping these cars, they're... they're almost restoring them, kind of like you're doing on your M3, Yeah. right? But you want to have modern electronics in it. So we replace the stereo with something modern. It's got uh, navigation, Bluetooth, iPod controls, all, all those kind of things that those cars didn't come from the factory with. Uh, now you can get them in those cars. And, and you can stack up op- options onto it. You want reverse cameras if you didn't right. have it. If you want CarPlay and you didn't have it, right. you can start adding all of those things in there, right? Right, right. You know, it, it's got a inputs and outputs so you can connect amplifiers external monitors for the kids in the back Uh, backup cameras are such a popular thing now so obviously everybody wants a backup camera Uh, just sky's the limit on what you want to what you can do essentially the same thing you're going to get from any aftermarket head unit it's just going to look factory right so that's kind of the big thing is is 
here you can walk around this 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 floor space over at SEMA, and yeah, there's a lot of car companies that we know, a lot of the automotive, uh, the audio companies that we know. They have some pretty great um, upgrades and stuff, but it's different than what you do. You guys yeah. want, if you guys want to do upgrades to amplifiers and speakers, hit up any one of these guys, JL a, Rockford, anybody any can one of these do guys. that. Right, that's but not what we do. If you want a new head unit, but you don't want it to look aftermarket, you want a factory look. What you guys do is provide basically like an installation kit that goes along with this new head unit, right? But it's, it's not even a kit. It's all just one integrated unit. It's so like unit. on the car we did uh, in your E46, in yeah. your M3, we did uh, we, we replaced that head unit. If you put a regular, I'm, I'm looking right now at a Sony banner behind you. Yeah. Sony has a bunch of stuff you could put in there. All nice head units, but it's going to be a doubled-in head unit. It's going to require a dash kit. It's going to require a wire harness, antenna adapters. Yeah. You're going to have to cut up the HVAC system. Uh, it's getting yeah. loud in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all right. We're all right. in the car audio yeah, section. That's this right. It, it happens around yeah. here. Uh, anyway, you try to shoehorn one of those units into a car, you can do it, but it's going to be kind of a mess. It's going to be a lot of parts. It's going to be a lot of labor. What we've got is a kit that's going to fit right into the factory hole, fill the dash, no extra labor, plugs right into the factory harnesses, fits in the factory space so you don't have to cut anything up. Um, just plug and play, simple. When it's all done, it looks like a factory piece, so you don't have to worry about theft. It works like a factory piece. Wow, it's getting loud in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're good. Okay. It's, uh, uh, so you brought up an interesting point. Like even in my in my uh, M3, the unit that you guys put in there, I had the you know I bought the car from Adam Corolla. It right. had the, the single unit, the single right. tin CD player, and you know, you and I discussed. We're like, let's let's put in the touch screen. Let's make it a little right. more modern. Let's plug in a phone to it. Let's make the phone work. And uh, you guys came in with a unit that fits the contour of the right. dash. The buttons on the radio and Look stuff, just like factory. They're factory. They match everything else in factory the car. Factory lighting. The factory light and all yeah. the ambient or uh, all the uh, the Button amber colored mm-hmm. and stuff all kind of matches. So you guys have kits for various cars. Like we're, we're sitting next to a Mustang that you guys have now. Um, this is a few years old, but this is a new kit for you guys. Yeah. Right? So, so this what, is right here. We've got a 2014 Mustang. So four-year-old car, but from the factory, this thing had a CD player and an auxiliary input, and that was it. So now with our kit in there, still looks factory, except it has a much bigger screen. It's got a nine-inch touchscreen in it now, but now it's got nav. It's got Bluetooth. You can stream audio to it. You can do CarPlay. So many different options that this thing didn't come from the factory. Um, it's just a much better experience all the way around than, than just that really simple radio that was so in there. who should upgrade and why? What, what, what are... Our core, you know, cus- what are we looking yeah. for? So our core customer is a guy who's got a car. He loves his car. It's getting to be a few years old. He's looking at that new car. But the new car's got all those new electronics. He can use his phone in it and all that, and he loves that. But either he doesn't want to spend the money on a new car or the new car just doesn't speak to him. You've got your M3, right? Yeah. There's a reason people love those cars. People keep those cars. We've almost reached a point now where they're almost restoring them. They're going through doing, redoing the suspension, redoing interior parts. Oh, I know what parts. I spent on mine. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and so the idea... a car. Ex- exactly. <laughs> the idea is, though, people love these cars. Our, a, a big part of our business is, is BMWs. We do a lot of M cars, M5s, M3s from the early 2000s. Awesome cars. But the electronics in them are terrible. Yeah. And so the idea is 
I'm restoring this car. I'm going to keep it. I want to have modern electronics in it. You drop in one of our units. Still looks factory. Still looks beautiful. You see a lot of these Mercedes and Audi units behind me here. Those, same thing there. You don't want to drop a singled-in head unit into a Mercedes E-Class. It's going to look ridiculous. But you can do one of these, get all the modern electronics in that 10-year-old AMG Mercedes, keep your AMG Mercedes until the wheels fall off of it, but be able to drive it and use it just like you would a 2018 or 2019 car. Yeah. Now, this, this car behind us, this Mustang, is fairly new. Why do an upgrade on this Mustang? This thing from the factory had very, very little uh, to it. It's CD player and a radio. Um, so now it's got nav. It's got Bluetooth. Um, it did come with the factory sync system. In this case, we designed it so now you can use the sync button to activate Siri or OK Google on your phone. So we've kind of added a lot of functionality this car didn't have. Uh, we also got a backup camera in this, which our head unit allows. It's got a big 9-inch screen with a backup camera. Um, you can add a bunch of different stuff to it. So it's just a much more flexible platform uh, and gives people the kind, of a, uh, the kind of options that they want in a, a 2019 car. Right. But here we have it in a 2014 car. And, again, like technology is one of the it, – it is the quickest to get outdated when it comes to the right. automotive space, right? right. And – uh, but the stuff that you guys do has a factory look, but it, it is expandable. Like oh, sure. You, you can add stuff to it as Lots new technology comes out. Lots of inputs and outputs. And, uh, it, just the simple fact that it has USB and, and SD card ports and things like that. So you can play videos and do all that sort of thing. But the USB expandability, for instance, mm-hmm. anything with a, you know, any of these new Apple devices can plug into it. You can use it there. Uh, that's something you couldn't do at all on this car when it came out, and it's only four years old. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things change a lot. Yeah, it years. does. It goes very, very quickly, and, and our expectations change. We have a lot. We have very high expectations these days when we buy a new car. And uh, if you go back only yeah. a few years, we didn't have any of these things. I know. You go buy a new car. You're like, I my iPhone doesn't work. I yeah. just bought this phone a month ago. It's already <laughs> yeah. a month old. Right. Right. You know how old that is. So like, how can you not? Yeah, yeah, we're applying that concept <laughs> to vehicles, right? But we're trying oh. to keep that from happening. Yeah. Well, uh, excellent. Thank you so much. Where do we, um, where do we find you guys online? Uh, you can find us at dynavinnorthamerica.com. That, okay. that's, uh, that's me. And then uh, if you want to go, uh, if you're a global listener, you can go to dynavin.com. That's D-Y-N. How do we spell the name of our D-Y-N-A-V-I-N. company? D-Y-N-A-V-I-N. Yeah, there Dynavin. you go. <laughs> yeah. DynavinNorthAmerica.com. Yeah, you caught me off guard there. But yeah, do, do uh, Dynavin North America. That's us. Dynavin.com if you're a global customer. Um, and that'll show you everything you need to know. Well, guys, thank you so much, and uh, we appreciate it. Good luck here at SEMA. You guys got a cool booth here. All right. Thanks, Matt. Thanks. All right. Now we're sitting down with our friend John Hotchkiss. It's so good to see you again. It's been a minute. You know, we, we pass each other at a few events and kind of run into each other and and social media, but man, uh, it's good to see you back here at SEMA. You're in your great booth where you always are. I know you've been traveling a lot because you've got two facilities now. You've got your California place, and now you're in North, in North, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yes. Uh, that's been growing for a while now, right? Like, that's been, it was a hell of an investment years oh, ago, and now it's... <laughs> Matt, it's been crazy, and hey, thank you for uh, having me here and uh, coming to the booth to do this podcast. But it's been, oh, the North Carolina thing is the best best thing we've uh, we've done because it allows us to have manufacturing on the East Coast to make our products better and to do quicker R and D. So having 
facility on both coasts uh, just makes things just much better as a company. But you were right. There were a few years there where, boy, I was going back and forth. We did all new tooling to all of our products. Yeah. And uh, it was really kind of two-step backwards and then finally then forwards. And, and now we're reaping the benefit of all of that. And some of yeah. the products I just showed you have been engineered in North Carolina. Well, so I, I heard about this new product that you were coming out with, and um, uh, and thank you for letting us come by. I know I hit you up kind of last minute. I'm like, we got to come by. We're doing SEMA interviews. Um, but tell us about this. You guys got a new shock, a coilover system. Absolutely. And now we're we were talking about we've been talking about all these other people and how technology is sort of taking over. That's the ongoing theme that we've we've been talking to people about at at SEMA this year, and you guys are definitely following suit, right? Well, absolutely, and, and uh, you know, there's so many coilover products out there for muscle cars, but we said, okay, if we're going to bring out our coilover package, we need to make sure that it really takes technology to the next level. We also, you think about what really motivates people. They hold their iPhone, they hold their Android, uh, that kind of controls their life, and why not have that control their shock absorbers? So we've come out with shock absorbers that coilover shocks that are adjustable from your phone. I just showed you the demonstration, and what is so great about this yeah. is not only are they absolute insane quality shocks made in USA. We're working with a new company, Falcon Shocks, and we've been working on this project since last SEMA. It's actually the last day of SEMA we said, hey, let's do something really revolutionary. So it's taken us time to figure this out, but we have. And the point is, we have an excellent quality, high-performance coilover shock that you can now program. It has a controller. It's wired in the car. You can set it to manual. Then you can turn the rebound to one of eight different positions. And then you can also put it to automatic, and then it had, the controller has an accelerometer in it, and therefore you can then set the shocks to whatever whatever rebound works the best for the type of track or, or road driving or just personal comfort. Then you can set the, the controller from your phone. You can set it for Gs. That means sideways, cornering Gs, uh, braking or acceleration Gs. And, and you can turn the shocks to different rebound settings. You hit one of those Gs you've programmed in, the shock switches on, giving the ultimate turn-in, the most grip, the most traction, and uh, definitely it starts doing some thinking on its own, so helps the driver, and that's a lot of fun to use, too. Yeah. So, to, to paint a visual for this, and we'll, we'll grab some photos and stuff, but um, is on the, on the coilovers themselves, on the shocks, there is a knob and you can set it to eight different settings. Absolutely. So you can do it manually if you want to do it manually. If, like, if you're going to go do an autocross event and you think you have to dial in a certain way or you, you like it a certain way, you can manually dial it in. But then you can get in your car with your phone and through a Bluetooth app, you can control the settings through the app and then create some presets you can have it at auto, manual, and like soft and firm, right? So manual is you can turn the dials yourself. Exactly. Soft and firm is a dial or a button you can put in your car. You can say, I want it in soft, I want it in firm, and you can preset those parameters, right? Exactly. And then that. in auto mode, 
it'll do it on the fly, almost like a modern-day Cadillac magnetic ride or something kind of like that. This right? is what we're so excited about because, they, again, the controller, you're exactly right, uh, is then communicates to your phone by Bluetooth. And, and uh, so imagine this. You're driving through your canyon road, and, and you want better stability, better traction in the cornering. But then when you get to a straightaway or you uh, don't want to be driving that hard, then the car will automatically set to the softer, softer setting. Or a, a racetrack. You can even talk about this. If you're going around corners or braking and you know you need more rebound, you want to put the weight, keep the weight in one on the front. Let's say you want braking weight. You want to keep it on the front, lots of rebound. Therefore, you get to the straightaway, and you can say, well, when the car sees elimination of those Gs, those braking Gs, then the shock switches back to softer. And we, we always say soft and firm to as kind of the, the bookends, but yeah. it's really sport and then and, and sportier. So, <laughs> yeah, so right? there's nothing soft yeah, about anything we do, but... Don't buy this stuff if you want clumsy and lazy, <laughs> exactly. right? Like this is not. This is a, it is called Hotchkiss Sport Suspension, right? It's, if you you're want the, soft no, no, and not, clumsy and lazy, then don't yes. even don't just keep it stock. No stock, Lincoln yeah. ride here, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But but exactly, and you you explained it very well. So you can the parameters you can to you can put in your iPhone and you can tune the shocks previously, then have it do that automatically through Bluetooth. Yeah, it's it's a. It's an impressive system. How did you guys, are, is it going to be vehicle specific or how, what sort of applications so, are you going to roll so, it out for? So great question. What we'll do is we'll have it vehicle specific first. So because muscle cars are our, that's our sweet spot. Yeah. We make Chevelles and Mustangs and Cudas and Challengers, all the favorite muscle cars. We make those handle like new cars. So imagine a 69 Chevelle that handles like a new Camaro. Well, that's our sweet spot so that the shocks will then, the coilovers will be available as kits for those cars. We'll get, get more testing done and we'll get more links and, yeah. and things that other cars need. And then we'll offer these as individual units. So you could put this into a hot rod, a roadster. You could put it into almost anything. And uh, so we're looking at... Um, Later, oh gosh, late spring, and then we'll have the individual units available. And also, people can change spring rates because obviously, yeah, coilover is uh, easy to change spring rates. We'll have set spring rates for Camaros and for Chevelles, for Mustangs, but then we'll have uh, option spring. Somebody could put on whatever car they would like. Right. So eventually, if we were doing some sort of hot rod project, or you wanted to work with a chassis builder that that's doing some stuff, and they say we want coilovers this length and we want springs this you might eventually get to that point where well you hit on a great <laughs> subject i was telling chip foos last night about this and his eyes got really big and he goes i could put that on all my bills <laughs> yeah and uh, with this revolutionary technology we want him to and we want yeah. everybody to use them so hotchkiss suspension that i know has always been uh, sort of matched vehicle specific kits you've always had shocks and sway bars or springs and sway bars and some chassis stiffening stuff but you've had what you call tvs or total vehicle systems so i guess now you have to go back to years of making tvs kits and start taking all of those cars with all of those tvs kits and running them with with these new programmable shocks, so there's probably going to be a version of these. You know, you can buy 
the Mustang kit or the Camaro kit, but now you can buy the Mustang or Camaro kit with the new programmable shocks. Well, absolutely, <laughs> and, and it's, it is great because our customers are so enthusiastic. And, and the worst thing that happens when we, so when we sell them a TVS kit and, then, and they put wheels and tires and brakes and they're driving their car, they call us up and they say, okay, what's next? And then we say, well, you, you have you everything. Did it. You, you did it. You did it. What's wrong? And, you like and, it, right? And they say, oh, I'm heartbroken because you don't have any. Where's the next step? Where's the next step? Well, now we have the next step. Yeah. And now we can go back to all of our customers, have our products, and, and they can upgrade. They can they can have our new adjustable sh- coilover shocks and, and uh, just go down that world of programming. We'll have more electronics available. So when you think about this, Matt, the, this is just the start of something big on the technology side. Yeah. And, and then we can attract younger people to older cars as well. All The shocks... They're all wired. They're hardwired, right? So they actually all go, and again, just trying to paint a visual for you guys. Each, each shock has a, a harness, a hardware that goes to a brain box, if yes. you will, um, about the size of your iPhone, roughly. And that has an accelerometer in it. So you mount this thing horizontally, vertically, but a certain way. And that monitors the car. So, like you said, you're digging into a turn or brake dive or acceleration or whatever, and that immediately, instantly sends a signal to the shocks, and, and it, it'll tell each shock, each corner to do something differently? Well, it, uh, it will. Right now, we have front and rear shock uh, changes, but you, we will. We'll have it so that all four can do something different. Right. And uh, you think about the possibilities. This, this could, we could also instrument our sway bars. And yeah. so you could watch and see how the sway bar is twisting, and and it, anyway, that it's, it's it's so exciting for me because this is our 25th year in business, and which has gone incredibly quickly, yeah. and uh, and now we have something that's that, that we're so all so excited about, and that we can just carry this on for the next generation of of hot rodders and muscle car owners, and and uh, I guess the last point is. When we first started doing this, there wasn't such a uh, difference between regular streetcars and muscle cars back in the 90s and so on, like your Fox body. Yeah. You know, that and a stock Fox body handles pretty well, but it's nothing like today's car. Right. And now, it's nothing you, like today's <laughs> car. <laughs> so back when we started, Fox body and so yeah. on, that was kind of the, that was the top dog. And, I know. And so there wasn't that much difference between a 64 Mustang and a Fox body. Some, but now there's such a huge difference between an, a Shelby GT350 and, oh, a, yeah. and an old Mustang. I just spent a week in the new Bullet, the 2019 oh, Bullet. It's awesome. And it's, it's great. Yes. Yeah, the car's So fantastic. now there's such a huge difference when people get their muscle car and they restore it. And they get in and they say, oh, my God, this scares me to death. Well, because it's really old technology. Yeah. Now we bring this new technology to that. We can get muscle cars so they're closer to new car handling and make a lot of people happy. Now, you have to as well, not just for the ride comfort. There's a safety factor. Horsepower is easy to make these days. It's the <laughs> easiest thing we can do is horsepower. Just yesterday at SEMA, Mopar unveiled their 1,000-horsepower crate engine. It's just a supercharged Hemi engine of theirs, they're like, yeah, that's an horsepower. That sounds good. Let's do that. You know, and you know, our friends like Ken Lingenfelter just makes power all day long. Yeah, we're all the so, GM crate engines. Yeah, every GM yeah. crate engine and Ford's crate engines outside, they have a 580 horsepower illuminator engine. Right. Uh, but we need brakes. We need handling. We need 
we need to be able so to handle this So imagine putting this 1,000-horsepower Mopar engine into a 68 Charger. Yeah, you know that weighs yeah. half as much as a new tar- <laughs> Challenger, right? Or right. a new Charger. What, I mean, it's exactly. really going to be. So you need to have some control. And also people are they're, um, passing their muscle cars down to their families. Uh, we always say, hey, we want to make sure that families are, are happy riding in these cars. And that's how we dial in our ride, too. We make it family friendly. So you want to have them safe, have it drive well. And, uh, I mean, it's such an exciting time. Who would have ever thought we'd have a, we talk yeah. about a 1,000 horsepower <laughs> Mopar engine or, or the, now the LT5 engine, the supercharged new Corvette engine is going to be available as a crate engine. Yeah. And what's that? It's 700, 750 horsepower? Like, hey, one of the one of the things that uh, that I learned when I was driving the Bullet, I, I sat down with the Ford engineers first, and they said, oh, on our on our GT350, we put too much adjustability into it. There was too many options for the driver, and it was overwhelming. And what's happening is, is you think you, you want to tap into all that but actually, if you scale it back a little bit, it's it's better for the consumer. And uh, taking away some of those options is actually better. You guys have coilovers now that will adjust on the fly. That's the best thing for me, right? If I can get in the car and go, I want it on sport or track or soft and firm and auto... I'm leaving it in auto all day long, right? I'm going to probably call you and go, hey, uh, let me know what my settings should be so I can leave it in auto <laughs> because I don't want to touch it. I trust you. You know what you're doing. Uh, there's Some of it gets to be too much. Like, oh, absolutely true. And and uh, But um, so what? To, to your point, the autocross guy or, or track day person will be able to adjust the, the rebound on these and, uh, and, and have it on manual. But you're right, when you're driving on street or in your favorite road, you can then have the, the ability to cruise and then tighten it up for corners and so have best of both worlds. Uh, so we're excited. We'll have these out in, in spring of 2019 and and we just can't wait to get some now, units on cars, and, and we'll have you drive them, too, and you can tell us what you think. We'd love to do that. Are you guys have an idea of a price point? It's uh, about the, the manual shocks, the eight-position adjustable rebound shocks, will be about, I think, twenty one ninety five for the four shocks. That's a coilover system or the shock? Coilover system. Okay. With springs with the kit that mounts that in the car, and okay. that will be Camaro and Chevelle A-body and F-body to start with. And then uh, uh, the... Electronic shock will be thirty four ninety five with the kit, and then. But the great thing about the manual units, which is unlike anything else out there, they'll be we can upgrade that to the electronic. You don't have to buy new coilover shocks. Oh yeah, that's great. You get you. We can put the electronic controlling unit. We'll put the harness, the controller, and then you can use uh, the um, iPhone or you can get the app, the App Store download that and then we'll have upgrade apps so therefore you can go manual to start with upgrade to our electric units i when you guys see these we'll we'll put some pictures up at carcastshow.com you really want to see them and uh here i get to touch them and play with the uh with the shocks but the 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 quality of it is fantastic the build quality is fantastic you guys put good attention to some of the details this isn't I got to jam a little tiny screwdriver <laughs> on the top of this thing. No there's way. A, there's a, a red anodized knob on the top that, that has a grip to it. It has a very clear writing as which direction you're supposed to turn the knob and a very firm indent. Like you can, you can feel each click 
on each setting. You could basically do it blindfolded instead of trying to get the little tiny Allen <laughs> no, key no, you in know there. Exactly and, you know, and you're counting yeah. the turns. You're like, I don't know where it's supposed to go. It's a very clear indication of each setting, which I love that part. You know, I mean, Matt, my name has been on these parts for 25 years and, you know, me and, and all my team, we're highly critical of our products. So we want to make sure it's the absolute best product we can build. And we found a great shock partner that has taken uh, the shock technology to the next level and down to everything from the quality of the piston to the to the shock rod to the everything that's inside the shocks. What we'll do is we'll make a cutaway. Probably next time I see you, we'll have a cutaway shock, uh, and we'll show you just how good the internals are. Yeah. Because, as you know, it's from the race cars and everything. If you start with good parts, you get a great outcome. And if you if you get cheap stuff, well, you know, then who knows? Well. Congratulations on a great new product. I think it's going to be fantastic. And again, when you guys see this and feel it, it, it the, the build quality is great. I love that you guys are making it here in the U.S. All your stuff is, is here. Your 100% made in America. And we, uh, we love that. And uh, that's been a trademark of ours for so long. And you know, made in either Southern California, North Carolina, or now Salt Lake City. Yeah, Salt Lake City. Guys, check out uh, the, uh, Hotchkiss' website. It's hotchkiss.net. I know there because I'm there once a month to see what's going Perfect. on. <laughs> it's uh, hotchkiss.net, and uh, feel free to reach out to these guys, ask them questions about uh, about all the kits that they have. And, of course, we didn't get into the suspension stuff, but there's always tons of, of Ton- kits that you guys have. Uh, tons, and, and we'll have videos on our website all about the products, the, the new shocks, and and uh, we just can't wait to, you know, now we're at the second day of Simon. We're excited to get back home <laughs> you know, and start, like, now we want to do this. Yes, exactly. If you guys ever get out to an autocross event, uh, uh, the, the Hotchkiss team is there all the time. See if you can talk your way into a ride with one of these guys. It's going to be fantastic. You can really see what these suspensions are all about. John, thank you so much. Always a pleasure chatting with you. Have a great rest of the week. And we'll, we'll see you back in L.A. Hey, Matt, thank you. And it's always a pleasure. Another quick break to tell you about Castrol Edge. Heat, friction, and viscosity break down and rob your engine of maximum performance. Friction results in a loss of performance of up to 10%. Castrol Edge is engineered with fluid titanium technology. It physically transforms to be stronger under pressure. It helps fight friction and deliver maximum levels of performance from your car. It's three times stronger against viscosity breakdown than leading oils. Castrol Edge. Unlock the true performance in your car's engine. Hey guys, we're getting toward the end of day two at SEMA. Lots of great interviews, talking about so many uh, great new parts. And now we're here in the Holly booth, catching up with my friend Bill Tishner. Man, we've I don't know. We've connected maybe eight years ago, nine years ago. Probably longer than it's that. Been, it's been a long time. Probably longer than I care to <laughs> right? have known you. Kind of makes you you're like you kind of been the the guy at Holly for a long time now. Like yeah, well, you know? I've I've been at Holly for 24 years, so yeah, over half my life. Two things that have never changed in this whole industry is Bill Tishner at Holly. And Chris Douglas at Comp Camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're pals. We can yeah, no, we're pals. Actually, I think I met you through Chris. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I said something. I go, hey, you Chris, you want to do this project together? And he goes, did you talk to Tishner? I was like, no. He's like, Tishner's in. I'm in. And I was like, all right. I'll, <laughs> we'll do, I'll do it. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> we, so, we let each other like vet somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, I'm glad I... I you know, passed the test you years did. ago and uh, barely, uh, barely. Like I'm still D-minus. trying to earn it. Still trying to earn it. Um, 
You guys have been, uh, we touched on this, I think, last year as well. We caught up with you for a bit last year. And uh, I, you guys have just been growing, um, not just with new product, but the brands that you guys have now sort of acquired, put under under the Holly banner from MSD and Hooker Headers, and yep. NOS, and, and I don't know, 40 oh, no. others now. Yeah, 23. Um and, you know, we kind of, uh, and they all hang out on primarily one website, holly.com. And then we're just trying to make it make, make it easy on a guy to know what yeah. matches. So as, as, a, as a business guy, I always think about sort of the complications of, of integrating all of these new companies together. Sure, on one hand, you're like, now we need to unify payroll and cut expenses. But from the consumer standpoint... It, it's it's been a little while, and you guys have done such a great job of sort of making everything accessible from Holly.com. From there, you can get to air and fuel components, regardless of the brand, and exhaust right. components, right. and, yep. and electronic so you, components. You can see it one of two ways. You can go straight into that brand, yeah, and see it only the ones you want to see, or you can go by category. So if you want to go into exhaust and see everything we have from Hooker and Flowtech at the same time, and see it side by side do it that way too there really isn't anything that you guys don't have in the um, aftermarket parts world right i don't know like, i mean you know anything you know, primarily engine related um we don't do a lot of uh well maybe not you know, suspension not, 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 stuff yeah, right yeah, or axles yeah i mean we're, and we're, stuff, we're primarily you know engine for the most part but we do have haze and lakewood and quick time so you yeah. know we got bell housings and clutches and things of that nature too um, but, uh, yeah, you know, anything to help a guy enjoy his car more and, and use it more. That's what we want to do. Yeah. Up on, uh, on, on my website as well, up at motorator.com, we, we still get information from you guys and we try to put it up there. We were just talking about. Yeah, we put about, out like a part, of, new part of the day. New yeah. product, you know, they, they come out every day. We, we literally had 1,200 um, parts last year that were new. So I guess that's three a day, right? Yeah, that's quite a few. Maybe four. I can't do math very well, man. <laughs> I'm a marketing guy. I'm not, uh, I'm not in accounting. One of the parts that I, I blogged about recently uh, is uh, your Sniper EFI. Yep. And you have several different units. It's basically you can swap out your carburetor to a self-learning EFI system. I know you have it for Jeeps now. Yep. I think the one that I talked about on my site was Quadrajet. Yep. Um, Just trying to make it super easy on a guy. And, the, you know, yeah. the computer is right there on the throttle body. So you don't have to mount a separate box, and you don't have to have a comp- laptop. It just comes with a little handheld module. You answer some questions on your cubic inches. Your, you know, your, is your cam stock, mild or wild? Um, you know, basic things like that. And it's going to pull in a, um, a base map, and you start the car and start driving it. And it, just, it, it uses the O2 sensor and some real quick learning strategies and just keeps impre- improving itself. Do you, do you just kind of drive it around, or is there you just sort drive of a, it around. that's it? There's not yeah. like, hey, you should do this. You should spend 20 miles in the city and get on the freeway and do whatever. Like, is there sort of a no, program I mean, you're supposed to follow just to very get it minimal, done? super easy, super easy. Yep. How do you handle the fuel system? It's always one of the things like fuel and ignition. Yeah. If you bolt on one of your sniper EFIs, again, this is basically takes the carburetor off, yep. bolts on this this fuel yep. injected unit. Well, really the it's so easy now that the fuel system is the hardest part of it. Yeah. And we have solutions to try to make that easier. You can get a whole tank from us for most popular muscle cars and trucks. And that tank has a high-pressure fuel pump that comes with it. 
and then you run some lines up to your sniper. Um, so you know, throw a couple filters in the in the line on the way up to the yeah. uh, sniper, and you're ready to rock. And then we have uh, ignition matching ignition systems that are plug and play with the wiring harness of the sniper, and uh, that'll let you you know take control of your timing. And uh, really, you know, the best running engine is one that's timed well and fueled well. You know, yeah. and then you have the sniper do both, and it's pretty fun to drive. And then you got to add an O2 sensor somewhere in there, yep, right? But right. we, but like, we know It'll that come it's kind of a hassle, for it. and so we've got a clamp on kit. Like, and you, you drill one hole in your exhaust, and then you put this clamp on it, and it's got a, it's got a threaded bung. And you just thread, screw the O2 in. You I see. Have so to it kind of wraps around yeah, the pipe. Yeah, it wraps around it. And then you the just clamp on. You clamp yeah. it on. It comes so you don't with have to weld it. Nope. It no. comes with a clamp. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. Save you, know, save you from welding if you don't know how yeah. to weld or taking it off and taking it somewhere to now have it welded. Now you're about that. You know? It's like if you don't drill the hole, just take that clamp, move it around, make sure you get it in the right place. Just kind of clamp it into the right location. Yeah, and then mark it. That's and what then you mark do. it. And you mark and just, it and then and take it off and do you drill it. Do that last. Yep. So, you, you know, when the whole system's installed, you'll be like, exactly where do I need this? Is yep. it in the right place? Is it, you know, is it the right length of way? Is it the yep. right heat? It's so easy. You know, I did it. I'm a marketing guy and I did it. So, <laughs> hey, my brother-in-law, uh, we, I went and helped him put one on his car. We, we literally, we did not read instructions we watched the highly install video <laughs> and we paused it and we'd yeah. work a little bit and then we'd hit play and we'd pause it and go work a little bit more yeah and we installed the whole thing with the video right everybody who wrote all those instructions you're like god damn it all that time all we spent all that time we spent the boss won't even read it <laughs> um, i didn't need to uh it's good it just speaks to how easy it is now and the the overall theme we've been walking around talking to people is how technology has been playing a big part and and all of the new parts and all electronically controlled transmissions and suspension systems and things like that and like your sniper kit it bolts on you drive it around you drive your car around it self learns it right. tunes for you yep. um and then you want to step up your game you have holly efi which yep. has turned into a pretty incredible, powerful EFI system. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, it's, it's a uh, pretty badass system. It's running. So it comes factory on the Copo Camaro from Chevrolet. Okay. It's on every NHRA Pro Stock car. It's on most of NASCAR trucks now. All the ARCA teams are basically using it. Um, and it's the same. They, they've actually got a dumbed-down computer compared to the one you can buy. Right. We took some they're probably not to allowed some to change out. some things. Yeah, right, yeah, right. So the, the one you can get is better even. Straight up for your streetcar, you know? Yeah. Um, so well, I saw know. a fancy new product over there. Well, it's your 12-inch. Oh, the, 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 the yeah, 12.3. 12. We call it the Pro Dash. And um, it's just... It's a know, rectangular shape. 12.3 12 12 across. 3 and across. It's, you know, you can, it's in variable... Um, you know, you can control it. You can make it. You can put the gauges where you want. Make them to look like what you want. So it's a complete digital dash. Yep. You can program fully programmable. It's got data logging yep. and all yep. kinds of stuff in it. GPS. You know, uh, um, you can play back your stuff right there on the dash. It, it looks great. I'm not sure what sort of technology you're using for 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 the screen itself, but it's um, bright. It's, it seems it's clear. A, it, well, and I'm not sure because I'm no engineer, and we just dropped it a couple days ago, released yeah. it, but. It's good for day or night driving. So, um, you know, a lot of a lot of gauges. You get out in the bright sunlight, and you can't see them real well yeah. if it's a digital gauge. And we've compensated for that. 
it's, it's amazing how that technology has evolved as well. Years and years ago, you'd have digital dashes or even stuff like in, in remember, 80s Corvettes. That's kind of, kind of a digital thing going on. And one is, like, people love the analog gauge look, um, and, but they want it to – anything digital needs to react the same. Quickly. It's quick. Yeah, and, right. and, and we have that, too. You know? We have gauges that are needle gauges, so they look like an analog, but it's really a digital it's gauge. It's really a digital gauge, And you can yeah. incorporate – we've been – We've done it on some of our project cars. We've seen a lot of other people do it where you incorporate those into your muscle car that you're adding EFI to. So it looks kind of like a standard gauge cluster without having a digital dash. Yeah. But yet it's all digital gauges and they're quick and, I, and sweep easy, sweep smoothly. And, you know. I mean, the, the, the gauge package that you guys designed, this screen, this 12.3-inch screen, you jump into any new car, new Audi, new new Jaguar, even the new Mustang. I just drove the Mustang Bullet around, you know, for a week, and that's just a screen. And for a minute, you you don't know if it is. Yeah. Like you think it's just like a well lit LED kind of of digital, you know, like analog gauge. You just think it like it's an analog right, gauge, but it right. looks kind of new and flashy. But then when you change the different modes, the sport mode, track mode, you realize the whole thing changes shape. You're like, yeah. oh, it's a big screen. Yeah, that's a big screen. You know? just, so just you guys want that gauges. technology. Yep. That's what you guys are doing now. Yep. Do you have to use your EFI system with that gauge, or can somebody use that as a just sort of a digital gauge um, pack? I don't know if it's standalone yet. We have standalones yep. in our um, 7.5 screen. Um, so I'm sure if it's not already available, it's coming at some right, point. Right, because this is brand new. This is meant to be right. an add-on to the to your Holly EFI. EFI. Initially. Um, and, and because of that, it has a lot of control. Is it touchscreen or not? Yeah, with a stylus. Yeah, yeah. with a stylus. So, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So in the middle of your drive, you whip out your Yeah, you probably and, don't want to do it while you're driving, no, so, Matt. Okay. <laughs> you can um, pull over for that, though. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you can pull over and for that. And we have um, our race pack guys uh speaking of technology we've got a um vantage uh cl2 and so last year they released the cl1 and it's a um like a track mapping program that pops up on your cell phone and you know use it for track days autocross yeah um and now this year we've got it to where it's uh, uh easily just plugs into your obd2 on a 2008 or newer vehicle and they actually won runner-up and best new engineered part here this year at the SEMA show. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. That's getting pretty competitive, too. There's yes, a lot of parts. <laughs> there's there's a lot of parts. Yeah, there's so, always a lot yeah, of parts. Yeah, there's always a lot of parts We'll take there. anything. We'll take a runner-up. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, one of the other things I wanted to ask you guys about was uh, this new front-engine uh, accessory drive kit that you have for, yep. for LS Engine, yep, right? It's for it's LS like a, Engines. It's, it's a mid-mount. Yep, it says mid-mount, but it's pretty compact. Yeah, we call it a mid-mount just because it's, you know, centered around the center of... It's, it's meant to be tight around the center of your engine. And the neat part about it is all the brackets are built, cast right into the water pump. So it's not a bunch of add-on brackets. Your alternator, your... AC compressor and your power steering pump just bolts straight to the water pump, so it's nice and tight and keeps you know it's it's good for swap cars that you don't have a lot of room for in, um, and just you know can clean up an engine bay, and make it look a lot yeah. better. You get the whole thing in different finishes. The one I'm looking at is all in black. Black, yep. So you can get you know you can get a satin finish too, just as cast. Yep. Uh, we're gonna show you guys some pictures of this thing because this is actually a, a beautiful piece. It has a very nice kind of. OE look to it. I mean, in black it looks badass, it looks hot rod, but it, again, what you're talking about is imagine a cast water pump, uh, just sort of a textured cast water pump, but right. the whole bracket system is one unit. It's right. the water pump and all the other brackets are sort of 
bolted to it. Right. But let's say something's wrong with your water pump. What do you guys do uh, to well, fix it? Well, um, you can change the cartridge out from the front, so you don't have to take the whole thing off the engine. So basically, like that pulley in the yep. whole water pump. There's can some like holes in the pulley. Right out of that. And you line them up with the, you know, the uh, bolts and undo it. Yeah. And it pops right out. Seems super easy. So yep. now you can maintain it. So yep. the whole casting piece can almost be standalone. Yeah, stay there. You know? yep. yeah. Once it's on the engine, let it, let it stay and maintenance it from the front. Fantastic. You guys are you guys are doing some incredible stuff. Man, oh, I also guys noticed hard. Uh, a lot of new uh, intake manifold stuff. A lot of yep. fab stuff. A lot of, of sheet metal, uh, work. Sheet metal um, manifolds in our sniper brand there, too. Um, you got a badass uh, looking kind of tunnel ram sort yeah, of. Yeah, it's like a it's twin like a throttle twin, body. Twin, a plenum, you know, yeah. long runner manifold twin throttle body. It's pretty cool because those long runners let you have a nice broad torque curve and horsepower curve. So yeah. you really what what the power you pick up, you pick it up across the entire RPM band, not just up up high or down low. Plus, it looks sick. Yeah, it looks sexy. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, All the chicks come running when they see it. Yeah, when they see that, you over the hood. <laughs> um, and the twin throttle body design is, is fantastic as well. Throw a yeah, pair a lot of turbos of air. on that Twin thing, turbos man. on that would be pretty sick. I think it's going to be awesome, right? Yep. Um, well, is there anything that we're missing? Man, we're I mean, missing a lot. Just go, whatever it is, just go to holly.com. Yeah. We're missing the other. Scroll down the page, there's always a new product feed, and it gets updated every day. And then if you want to see it by brand, you can go to the brand page, it's all there. Or under pro, new, under products, there's a new and hot button. Yeah. And you just click that, and you can see the entire feed. And just a lot of people just hang out on there all the time and see what's new every day. Because it's literally three, you know, three or four things a day that get added. I'll tell you what, it's we're signed up for that newsletter. I get, a, I get a mail from you guys all the time. Yeah, well, we got to keep you in the know because yeah. otherwise you'd be wandering around lost. I wouldn't even come here. You probably wouldn't even get out of bed or know how. You know. Yeah, I wouldn't come to Vegas. But <laughs> I thought it was boring. Um, uh, guys, check it out. It's definitely worth checking out. And again, like a bunch of the stuff that, um, like you hear, you're seeing around the booth. Uh, we've got uh, products everywhere. But one of the things you're going to find out is like the Sniper EFIs come in three or four different colors, and uh, you can yeah, get sort black of like, or like shiny a, or gold. Yeah, or gold. So gold is meant to look like a more that, classic, you know, dichromate carburetor look. Right. I mean, just uh, the manifolds are black. You get them in silver. You get them in natural finish. Hey, black the is the new chrome, are, right? Yeah, this is black and red anodized. This carb here that we're looking at, it's fantastic. It's, it's, uh, you guys yeah, do such like a great a job. Black Widow Spider or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, how's ethanol going to eat this finish? It's not going to. Good. It's a hard anodized. Oh, nice. They keep ruining our gas. Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, gas is no fun. <laughs> Bill, thank you so much. Always yeah, great catching up with you. Thanks for everything you always do for us. got an awesome booth, great new products, man. I, we love it. Thank you. Thanks again for everything. Hey, guys, let me tell you about a revolutionary new product that our CarCast team is excited about, Zybar. Zybar is an ultra-thin coating for manifolds, headers, turbos, tailpipes, mufflers, and tips. It has the thickness point of 0.01 inch, which reduces radiant heat by 90%, and it's the first DIY thermal coating of its kind. Now, that's impressive. It's, it's non-corrosive and does not break down even in 2,000-degree environments. It makes wraps, shields, and expensive ceramic coatings obsolete. Use Zybar for better engine performance, horsepower, and fuel economy, and it lowers underhood temperatures. Zybar comes in four awesome colors, bronze, midnight black, cast silver, and Porsche gray that will make your engine a showpiece. 
Zybar is available for purchase at Zycoat.com and many other auto parts retails locations. Put Zybar on, take heat off. Again, Zycoat.com. That's Z-Y-C-O-A-T.com. All right, here we are now in the Lund booth with Lee Reiser. Hello. <laughs> She's newly married, so we're, we're, we're switching her name now to Lee Reiser for this. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, it seemed like you had such a great time. Yes, thank you. And then a great SEMA show already here. So. Yeah. So those uh, that may be new to Lund, uh, or, you know, on our show we talk so much about vintage racing and muscle cars. We're going to touch on trucks a little bit. What does Lund do? So Lund, you know, our our saying is we don't make the vehicle, we make it yours because we truly have so many different accessories for your trucks, Jeeps, uh, and SUVs. Um, So we have a number of brands. We have AVS. We have Amp Research. We have Roland Lock. We have uh, Tonneau Pro. We have Bushwhacker. We have Rampage. So when I say, you know, we don't make the vehicle, we make it yours, it it, it truly is the case. Um, So we offer a ton of accessories you can see on the show floor here. Mm -hmm. And we're really excited that uh, this year... We won for best new exterior accessory with with the new product. What what was the product? So it's our AVS Light Shield, which is a hood protector. It's our aero skin with an LED light, uh, and it integrates into the parking lights. Okay. So I don't know if you can actually see it there on the F one fifty. Yeah, I do. It's, see, it's spinning around. So everything is is exterior accessories for 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 off-road, for trucks, SUVs, Jeeps? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we have the power steps from AMP, um, you know, and on the on the Rampage side, we really have some, some unique Jeep stuff. You know, we've got the front and rear bumpers, but we've got a trail crawler skid plate that's brand new, and it's got an integrated LED light bar. You can get it without. Um, we've got trail crawler, rock sliders. I mean, when it comes to your Jeep, Rampage can outfit everything for it as well. Excellent. What are some of the new products you guys are releasing here at SEMA we're starting to talk about? Yeah, so some of the new products are, are out for the JL. So one of them was the Trail Crawler Skid Plate. Like I said, it has an LED light, or you can get it without an LED light. But we also have an adjustable cowl light mount, which is really unique because it, it mounts to the factory holes on the hood. Okay. Uh, and you can still, because it the way you mount the lights, it's completely adjustable and it's universal. So you could mount a rigid light or any other brand you want and still fold down the JL windshield, which is a huge advantage on the JL. So really unique new product there. Um, Then of course our bumpers, we're releasing a new aluminum stubby for the JL, which is great. Um, And then we've got a lot of line extensions. So other items that we offer for the JK, like our trail doors, we now offer for the JL. Also our amp power steps and our uh, Power Step XL. And then from some of our other brands, uh, we really, I mean, we have so many. We've got 10 new products here at the show, so I'll kind of just take you down down the list. Yeah, that'd be um, great. So like I said, the AMP Research newest step is our Power Step RTS, which is a rocker trim step. So it's the same function as our Power Step, but it has a new extrusion profile for a beefier look. Yeah, and it looks so, good. Yeah, it's a, it's a really nice... it kind of nice tucks up under the, underneath there pretty good. Like, it's kind of flush. Yeah, it does. It just gives it a little beefier look than the traditional power step, which tucks completely up. Okay. So, you know, for some of the truck guys that still want that look. Um, and then also, like I said, from AVS, we have the Light Shield, which just won the new product award. From Bushwhacker, we're doing something really unique here. We've introduced two new designs 
on our fender flares. Okay. We're actually letting everybody here at the show vote for them. So oh, we you have are. Yeah, yeah, so we have two new designs. It's a DRT and the AXT. So you'll have to let us know which which style you and, prefer and, here. Okay, so, this so is the, the difference AXT. is one of them has sort of a more traditional kind of bolted on, almost riveted look to it. Yes. And the other one is looks like the fasteners are mostly hidden, but it's got some sort of some pocketing or something, if you will, that gives it more of a design style to it. Yeah. Yeah. So these are the yeah they're they're definitely really unique new designs. You know, because Bushwhacker was the inventor of the pocket style fender flare. Yeah. So these are two new takes on them. Uh, the nice thing is also they have the black bolt heads. So that's been a, a request, obviously, from customers. So, yeah, I'm curious. Are you D- Team AXT or Team DRT? Yeah, um, let's see. <laughs> I think uh, from these photos, I'm going to go with DRT. Yes, I am totally de- <laughs> Team you? DRT, too. Yeah. So. All right. But, yeah, no, there's some really unique designs, and we've actually got a fun ballot box where people can vote for them. So. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, and then from Lund, we've got a really new, unique new product. Um, there are Night Effects Guide Lights, so they're mm-hmm. puddle lights. They actually plug into the OBD2 port, and so it's really convenient. Um, so, yeah, you can check those out uh, featured on the floor here, too. Yeah, those are nice. They look good. So when we talked about the, a lot of the Rampage new products, so this is the actual oh, light mount. Oh, this is mount. the, the light yeah. mount for the Jeep. Yeah, yeah so kind of wraps around the fender up near the cowl. Yeah, so it's a cowl cover and light mount. And like I said, it's universal. You can mount any brand of light, and you can actually mount more than one. We've got two mounted on it. Below. And this sort of would slide back and forth. Exactly. So the, 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 the mount kind of curves over. It goes from the top of the cowl down to the fender. It's not very big, but it just kind of curves around. And the light slides up and down on a track. So it can almost sit on top of the hood and then slide down to be on the side of the fender. So just kind of give you guys a visual of what we're talking about. Kind of a neat product. Yeah, and that's what's great for the adjustability when you want to fold down that windshield on the JL. So you just push the light to the side. Just push the light down. Yeah. So this was the actual trail crawler skid plate we were talking about. And this is the one showing the LED light bar. So this completely protects the undercarriage and it works with our bumpers and most aftermarket bumpers as well as stock. Yeah, that's great. This was the trail crawler rock slider, so it's the newest one in our step line. This is more of a uh, like a tubular. Yeah, uh, and it's, uh, it gives you that undercarriage step. body protection too, and it still has you know a good size foot step as you get in. It's fascinating to me all the accessories that are available for for the off road market. It, there's just anything you can imagine. It's funny because you walk around some of the other halls and like. Anything you think you want to do, you're pretty much going to start to find it now. And everything's computer controlled and, and, and whatnot. And then when you get, you know, we're now we're in South Hall, which is, we don't get here that often, but it's all the wheels and tires and off-road stuff and truck stuff. And, of course, Mopar is here. And there's just so many parts. There's so many parts that you guys can do for this stuff. Anything you can imagine or want to modify. Yeah, that is what's nice. And like I said, these were some of our line extensions we were talking about. You've still got the trail doors. You know, you've got the off-road jack mount. You've got a tire extender for the JL. You've got a tire cover with uh, the cutout for the reverse camera. So you're already set. And these are really popular, the locking hood latches, because they've got the little rampage R on it. So the windbreaker, so when you want to take your top off. A mesh shade top, and then we've also got a great tonneau cover for the JL. Yeah, man, so many. <laughs> so many, exactly. 
and then roll and lock. And we're really excited about this new product. It's our quick rack bars, and you can actually see them down there. Yeah. We've got some snowboards or some wakeboards mounted, and then also a bike. So this is a, a tonneau cover, but it, the roll and lock tonneau cover is the one that slides back and forth and kind of it kind of curls up over at the at the the front of the bed. And then you have this rail system that floats over it, Correct. and you can mount stuff. So even when you're when this rolling lock is closed and locked and stuff is stored under there, let's say you have, you know, a biking equipment, you've got, you know, shoes and gear yep. and a computer and stuff like that. You, you can throw it in there and lock up the bed, yes. but then you can still mount your bike on top of yeah, it. Yeah, you can mount any sport rack to mount your different accessories to it, so which is really nice. And you can go back, so if you've already got a rolling lock cover on, you could come back and add this accessory yeah. to it, which is great. Well, that's a neat idea. <laughs> accessories are fun. They really are. (laughs) I know. I'm like, okay, I'll take one of each. (laughs) I have a JK, so of course the accessories are numerous for that. So I'm like, I have some ideas when I get home. Right. You want to just outfit everything on there. Um, This is fantastic. Seema has been going well for you guys so far? Oh, it's been great. Like I said, winning the new product award yesterday was awesome. We had a press conference to introduce all of our new products. And we have a really unique rig. I don't know if you saw uh, the Mater Rampage Recovery rig out here. It's over 100 years old. It's there on the corner. Um, It's a 1917. It used to be an old Yellowstone uh, Park, actually Yellowstone Park National Park bus. So it used to transport people okay. from the rail station to two different uh, sites like you know Old Faithful. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's pretty unique. Nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Well, where can we find all of this stuff online? Can we just go to you go to LondonInternational.com and you can check out all of our different brands and you know put in your vehicle and find what accessories we have to fit it. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Have a great rest of the week. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to CarCast, uh, part two of our SEMA coverage. If you missed part one, go back and, uh, and check that out. You'll definitely want to uh, hear it. We had some great interviews for there as well. We're going to head off to the Gail Banks party and then probably hit up Secret Pizza and do all the fun Vegas stuff. So uh, maybe listen next, next week and we'll get into some of that as well. Of course, listen to CarCastShow.com. Follow us at CarCastShow. Follow me at Motorator. We appreciate it. You'll see a bunch of photos we've been posting up there. And until next time, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com.